Alright, so which champion is going to punch you in the nuts? You're listening to the only Blue Legend podcast that does tons of damage. You're listening to Low Elo. To Low Elo. <laughs> Welcome to Low Elo episode 20. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. E-Crayons. With me, as always, is my co-host, Dave, a.k.a. Compy386. And back from hiatus is Christian, a.k.a. All Your Base 123. Welcome to episode 20, gentlemen. How are wait, you today? Wait, 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 wait. Episode 20? I thought we were doing episode 17. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. About that. Right. We, we had an opportunity to replace you with a girl. So what, dude? It's in the fine print. You didn't read it, but you signed the contract. So we have a new champion, Varus. Riot announced the, that they've hit the hundred million user mark worldwide. We've got some more thoughts on spectator mode, and we crack open some listener email. But first, let's talk about Garena, the Southeast Asian online gaming network and host to League of Legends in the area. They just started up, kind of a dubious-looking professional league. For League of Legends. It's got a professional look, but uh, having looked over it, it seems to be lacking in content. What are your thoughts, gentlemen? Had a chance to see this? Uh, yeah, you remember when Vince McMahon started his football league? <laughs> what was it called? The the XFL? Right, right. It, that's what this feels like. They're like making teams, the Kuala Lumpur Tornadoes and the Taipei Assassins. <laughs> it's like... Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they all have, uh, well, most of them, they have websites that have been built for them by the Garena League. Or How do you say that? Is it Garena or is it Garena? I think yeah, it's Garena, but I don't know. Okay, I'll go with Garena, but they've got websites that are built for them by the Garena. By Garena. God, it, se- it sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> I've, Mom, I, I, I caught the Garena. Yeah. I was on shore leave in Hong Kong, and I, I have Garena. <laughs> but they've got these websites that are built for each team that has, you know, like professionally taken pictures of the team wearing their team T-shirt with their logo on it, and it's all color coordinated and everything. And, and I was looking over these, and, it, and my first thought was like, "Wow, these look really cool." And, and then I realized that there's nothing on them. Like, these websites are just bereft of any content. It's basically, here's what the team looks like, and here's their favorite champion and their ELO rating. They got a little profile for each player, and that's about it. I looked at this one team. You showed me uh, the KL Hunters, and um, their average ELO runs around, like, 1,500. Yeah, yeah, like 1,700 to 1,500. Actually, yeah. Bro. 1,700. Yeah. Bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That might be really high in Asia, guys. We don't know. I don't think it is, because if you look at the Taipei <laughs> Assassins, they're sitting there at like 2,300 average. So um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's for, for one, now I got to give them some credit. The Garena has come a long way from what they used to be, because they used to be, in my opinion, kind of a shady outfit. So at least they're doing legitimate business. But 
this uh i mean everything feels very staged here and i know they had they had these land tournaments and qualifiers and everything but you know a league with just six teams in it and you know these teams they kind of there's kind of it they kind of smell like they're pre-made you know like the league got together put these teams together and then said hey you guys are gonna be the assassins like who is that guy that uh Put the Backstreet Boys and In Sync together, Luke yeah, Roman. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it, like it's hey, got a boy band a, feel to it. I'm gonna make you a star, kid. You yeah. play esports. Esports. It's got yeah. You're totally right, dude. It's 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 got that like Korean girl band feeling <laughs> yeah. to it, you know, and that look too. But now I don't mind the look. I I think that that professional look. This is more of what we're looking for. But there just needs to be content here, you know. And that's what's missing. There's no reason to go back and view these team sites right now because who cares? It's, there's zero content, but, but it's, a, I think it's a step in the right direction. I want to see where they go with it. Well, and all they're like, it says like they're on their profiles, their favorite players. It's all like St. Vicious and yeah, they're like all, they're Reggie all Western and... <laughs> players. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, I mean, but, but good for them. I mean, let's face it when it comes to the, uh, public side of the pro scene, uh, the West, you know, Western Europe and North America are really where it's at. That's, that's where the biggest players are playing with the exception of some, you know, Western players who are playing in Korea right now. But that's, that's where the big names are. You know, we kind of have the leg up when it comes to League of Legends. I don't know how long that's going to last though. I think Asia is going to kind of storm in on this one and make a real big scene out of things. I just, I just hope that, you know, we don't lose sight of us little people here. In North America. And and you just successfully outlined the number one reason why we're going to stay number one for esports, League of Legends in North America. Oh, geez. Well, we'll see where this goes. Any parting thoughts on that before we move on to our uh, new champion of the week? No, done. Done. All right. Now, this one guy said he plays Warcraft 3. And Ragnarok Online before was playing LOL. Huh. That's interesting. So we've got a new champion who just came out. Now, Varus, um, there's some there's a couple things that's interesting about him. One, um, we're going to be doing an OP, an OP section on him next week. I guarantee it. But uh, for now, he only came out with one skin. And I know there were professional reasons for that. Just really? Well, why one skin? Oh, okay. Well, I guess the the idea is from the riot side is that they put a lot of work into these skins. They then they're always up against the wall for deadlines when it came to putting out two skins for a new champion. And let's face it, we this is Varus is our first new champion for like what four weeks, three weeks. They're kind of off schedule here. Like Hecarim came out quite a while ago at this point, so they're already behind on schedule. Um, and you know, his new skin, it's detailed, it's very cool, but I'm not going to lie. I, I, uh, my personal buying habits when it comes to skins on new champions is I buy the champion with, uh, with IP and then I look at the bundles and I find out which skin isn't in the lower, lower tier bundle and I buy that skin. Yeah. Because it's more rare. Yeah, it's got more value. It's you know you're not going to have as many people tra- traipsing around with it. But uh, Christian, you've made like custom skins before, right? 
Uh, I've tried. Yeah, I've worked with Raft Manager before. Um, like, if that was your job, how long would it take you to make a new skin? Well, considering me, it would take hours on end because I work really slow. But I can kind of see the reasoning behind this because <clears throat> making a skin. Well, I mean, I don't know how exactly how it works, but at least doing recoloring for skin, it takes a bit of precision work because I'm working with trying to recolor. Like how it works is, you got the file and you got all the parts of. The champion. It's Basically, all laid out. you're you're painting something on a 2D plane that's then going to yeah. be applied as a texture to the 3D model. And it is like if you don't know how everything is going to line up, there's no, a lot of crazy stuff going on there. You don't know how it's going to turn out until you actually like apply this, the the reskin recolor and see how it works out. It yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just think that it, somebody dropped the ball because this patch was already delayed by what two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We waited a long time for Varus. You know, and I was getting itchy for a brand new champion because Hecarim, one, Hecarim didn't do it for me, but two, Hecarim was three plus weeks ago at this point. Yeah. And I'm, I really liked this cycle of, you know, the two week champion cycle. You know, we yeah. get a new champion, comes out with two skins, then we get a week off, and then we get another new champion. Cool. Yeah. I love it. I mean, and you guys Take got my money. Exactly. I'm throwing <laughs> money at the screen right here, and I'm still not getting a third skin for Varus. What's going on? I mean, I'm ready to do it, but well, whatever. We'll see where this goes, but okay. I think they're going to be disappointed in the results. Is Riot running out of artwork people to do the skins for? I don't know. Uh, you know what? I think if uh, Riot is low on talent in any category, it's because they haven't had the time to sift through the uh you know the gigantic pools of talent that are swarming at their feet you know yeah Le that's why the summoner showcase but yeah i mean the fact is is riot could get anyone they want and they can get as many of those people as they want they're the most successful name in free to play right now i mean it's just ridiculous how much money they've got so yeah, what did, there was a story that was a hundred million. Yeah, hundred million users worldwide. Now taking you know grain of salt, grain of salt. That includes Smurf accounts and you know all those little other accounts out there that are made and nothing ever happened to them. But still, it's a hundred million users worldwide. Now the the stat I would like to see is how many users have paid money. That would be yeah. an interesting one to see. Hmm. from just a business standpoint because i've got a feeling that it's pretty significant you know i want i want to see didn't they make it to where you couldn't see your your own purchase history after a certain point oh did they because i think i'd be depressed if i saw how much money i spent on this game oh heck no i wear that as a badge of honor man i <laughs> i i love that i go back and i look and i'm like wow i've spent so much money on this game but it's worth it I've loved every, you know, I've never missed any penny that I put into it. I remember my first purchase. What was your first purchase? I know it's pronounced Harbinger Cassidy, but I... I Hairbringer Cassidy. It's Hairbringer. It's <laughs> he I'm brings the hair. You bring the hair. You brought the hair in the last game we played. Yeah. You know, we lost. But we lost because 
because our Varys was noob. Yeah, I didn't bring I didn't bring enough hair, <laughs> which was me. I was the Varys, and I was the yeah. noob. Convy, do you remember your first RP purchase for League of Legends? I believe it was the Desert Soldier Garen skin, the desert one. Mm-hmm. And I was very disappointed because I didn't, because the splash art was so cool, but then in game it was just a recolor. Yeah, it was a palette swap Garen skin. <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Garen was my first purchase. Yeah. The Garen skin. I, I remember. What was yours? My first purchase was Warwick. Was it the grandma skin? No, no, it was just straight up Warwick. Well, I you paid money paid for Warwick. Warwick. I paid <laughs> money for Warwick. You, you darn tootin' I did. Wow. And, well, you want to, and it served me well, right? You you want to know something? I opened up a recent Smurf account, and I bought Jax with RP on that account. Nice. Yes. Because <laughs> you didn't want to have to play for three weeks on that account to buy Jax. <laughs> no. We, we need to sync up our uh, Smurf accounts and apparently go rock some people. Summer, apparently when you reach summer level five on a new account, you, you automatically get 400 RP. Oh, and oh, they had, yeah. yeah, and they had this discount on Jax. Like he was fifty percent off, so I just I I got him. Yeah. Yep. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's Fist bump on right there. Yeah. Well, it's we we are at that hundred million mark for subscribers. Uh, or no, whoa, for uh, accounts. Accounts. <laughs> accounts. I, like we just don't know how many of those are actually logging in or anything. So it's a milestone, but. You know, it doesn't really, it doesn't mean anything until we get to see other stuff. But then again, they're not publicly traded or anything, so it's not like they're obliged to give out that information. But uh, let's talk some about spectator mode, guys. How many streams you watched this week? Um, None. Yeah, not a single stream. Not one. <laughs> Just, I haven't needed to. Like, the spectator mode has given me everything I wanted. Um, and yes, it's a little bit lonely, but we've even found that way around that. We talked last week about how, um, you know, I floated it out there. I thought that there are going to be, be people who are just streaming, um, streaming spectator mode and doing commentating on it. And I even floated that out there as an idea for some people in our community. And uh, shoot, you know, Ice Dark Knight, Teemo Tactics. You guys, yeah. shout out to you because you picked it up and ran with it, and you're doing a great job. Yeah, it was a uh, it was on Sunday. I don't you weren't on on Jeff because I think you're at work. But all day Sunday, we sat in the low elo chat and we got up game after game. And Ice Dark and Timo were casting, were shout casting and streaming the games. I hopped in there and and shout casted one of the games, and I mean it was it was a blast. I mean we were getting everyone in the chat was also spectating and watching the stream <laughs> so you know after we got out of the game it's like oh dude that was a great you know play there you know x great job you know yeah and we we won every game yeah. and uh yeah it was it was a lot of fun so once again good job ice dark you, you did a great job and timo timo i think is going to be he's got casting in his future he did really well yeah, well, it, I liked seeing both of their performances. So uh, keep it up, guys, and you know, make sure you send us some tweets whenever you start up that stream, and uh, we'll, I'll make sure if I catch it to retweet it so that we get as many watchers in there. But uh, the other thing that I found, and we talked very briefly about this, is that when I log in at night, 
and I'm looking to get into a game and I see that, you know, either you guys or any, any of the other people that I normally play with are already in a game. I, I just spectate them. Like I just yeah. hop in and I spectate them and then join their call and talk to them. And I mean, spectator mode is it's, it's really made certain parts of the game more interactive and I'm really liking that. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. Uh, the one thing I wish they would add is uh, maybe chat. a notice. Well, chat and maybe a, when you're playing, a notice if one of your friends is, starts spectating you. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't let them talk to you, but just like, you know, maybe in the little chat box, say, you know, Eat Crayons is spectating the game. Yeah, or I, even I just like a little spectator number, you know, so that like everyone could see this is how many people are spectating this game. That might be a good one too. Yeah, but if they're on your friends list, you know, it'd be cool if it told you. You, you just want to know who's spying on you. <laughs> well, that really helpful just to deter your ability to play seeing all these people spectating you. I can't, I can't oh, do it when people watch. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being monitored. I got to do well. Yeah, you know, all the people spectating me has only driven me to play more and more Teemo. Because, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not lying, guys. I play Teemo and I'll play him ranked or I'll play him in normal games, play him with you guys, and I've been playing him a lot more recently because I've, I'm trying to figure out his top game to, to a T. Um, I play him, and then I immediately get out of the game, and I've got messages just bombarding me. People are just <laughs> like, oh, my God, awesome Teemo play. And it's like, oh, that shroom. It's like, all right, yeah, no, it's cool, because I can't see them in-game, you know? <laughs> I, don't get the, yeah. I don't get these messages. and uh, I mean, I... I I just ignore them if I do get them. I never actually catch them, but people seem to love watching my Teemo. And uh, but I know people are watching your guys, you guys, while you play. And I agree, having just something that tells you how many people are are watching that in spectator mode that might be nice. How by the way, how long is the delay again between three like, minutes? Three minutes. Okay, so you're saying you get like all these messages three minutes after your game is done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or I'll, I'll catch you know i catch messages from the next game stuff like that but uh it's just no uh, bombarding you know and it's a shame because a lot of them have logged off and i don't want them to feel like i'm ignoring them it's just i didn't see the message sorry <laughs> my bad <laughs> but uh whatever um it, it's i think spectator is go going to become far more evolved than it even is now and the f biggest thing is that it's gonna when it allows chat between the people who are spectating that'll be a big one then if you can just give us access to the chat rooms in the pvp client while we're spectating even better because if i could if i could spectate and talk to the low elo community in the chat room i would love that it would be awesome yeah. oh well i want to get into some listener emails because this is episode 20 and you know i don't i don't know if people realize just how far we've come but before we get into that, let's do our playbook section. We're going to delay the Opinus section for a week here, but let's talk playbook. Um, this was Compi's idea originally, and it was uh, really just a lesson on learning from your mistakes. And and so why don't you walk us through kind of the beginnings of this, Compi, why this is so important to learn from mistakes. Well, um, I'm a big believer in science. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, what you need to do is apply science, the scientific theory to your game. Okay, forget about all the guides, forget about elements telling you what's good and what's bad. Test it out in experiment in the game. 
you are playing at your level of play, right? Whether you're playing normals or ranked, you have a hidden elo that you will always be playing, and the matchmaking system is good. It's this, we have a good matchmaking system, you know. Be thankful for that. In the past, other games have been terrible, but we have it's Warcraft pretty three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Warcraft three matchmaking was terrible, but this game it's good. Um, so you're always playing at your level. So elements cannot tell you what's OP or what's not in your level. We cannot tell you what's OP and what's not at your level. You know, that's something you have to figure out on yourself. So what you need to do is if you do something, if you make a decision and it turns out bad, don't make that same decision again. <laughs> and it sounds so simple to say, but we play with this guy who never learns from his mistakes. He just keeps repeating the same mistakes over and over. And we even try to tell him, don't do that. Yeah. And, don't do that. And, and Alex is a great it. guy. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we love sorry. Alex. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you guys were talking about me for a second. <laughs> but the the but I, I agree. The the whole point is when things go wrong, ask those questions about yourself. Evaluate your own performance. Especially do it before you start blaming others when things go wrong. Yeah, and you should never ever look to blame others. What the reason one re reason this community is considered toxic by some people that's a big buzzword flying around the forums right now i'm a leader in corporate america and i love that word toxic <laughs> i just like the britney spears song but well the video not the song all right but don't look to other people and blame them hey christian what compy likes britney spears <laughs> he likes britney spears shut up anyway <laughs> don't don't look to other people to blame them you know, think about all the people who are the top tier pros in this game played at your level at some point. What did they do differently? Did they get lucky and get carried by teammates up to the high elo? I mean, come on. That doesn't happen. No, they, Everyone... they eventually took an objective look at their performance and adjusted their style of play and their method of decision making to compensate for the situations at hand. Yeah, every situation, ask yourself, every game, if you lose the game especially, what could I have done differently to turn this loss into a win? Yeah. Could I have put bought more wards? Could I have placed a ward here? And and that's a big example because could people... I could I have played a champion besides Evelyn? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> could yeah. I have not jungled Mundo? No. <laughs> and, and it goes, like, this this thinking... It's progressive as well. So if you if you think to yourself and you can't figure out, no, there's nothing else that I could have done differently, and then you and then you jump, try and catch yourself when you jump and you hear you're, that you're blaming somebody else, and we all do it, you know, even us here on the podcast, we're not going to tell you that we don't do it, because there are definitely times that I'm just like, Compy, if only you had done this first, I would have lived. <laughs> Or we would have lived or, you know, we would have gotten the kill, whatever it may be. The The fact is, is that, yeah, I'm blaming him right then and there, but I can trace that back and I can say, okay, well, why didn't he, for example, use his heal to save my life? Well, maybe I didn't communicate with him ahead of time to make sure his heal was up. Maybe I didn't warn him that I was about to dive underneath the turret at level two 
as an AD <laughs> carry. <laughs> you know, maybe these were decisions that I made that, you know, maybe I just didn't keep him informed about. So, and once again, though, it comes back on me. And maybe it wasn't something that I did in the game. Maybe it was something that I didn't do. It was that lack of communication, or maybe I just needed to ping. Whatever it is, you need to, as soon as you start blaming somebody else, ask yourself if there was something else that you could have done that would have gotten that person to perform in the fashion you wanted them to. Yeah. As long as it's not yelling. (laughs) And the, the great thing about science, guys, is you should use science in your daily lives and let it guide your, all your decisions because science is never afraid to admit when it's wrong. In fact, science wants to be wrong, right? And when you make all of your decisions based on objective, you know, experience, things you've observed, if I do this, then Caitlin has probably have, has a trap here. So if I walk into this bush, there's going to be a trap. Um, you know, if you can change, and this goes for little things like that to big things, to champion selection, team composition, this team comp works well because of this. Uh, you, you can apply this to all levels of the game, and if you're wrong, then change it. Change what you think. It's as simple as that. Don't and, be afraid to be wrong. And on, wrong. on episode 21 of Low Elo, we're going to talk to you about how religion can improve your performance <laughs> and how you can how you can excel based entirely on faith. Thank also, you. we'll be doing an opinion section entirely on Master Yi. I have faith. I have faith that if I ult right now, they will all die. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have faith that if I build AP and I alpha strike at just the right time, I will get a pentakill. Yeah, yeah because Elements said you was t- tier one, you know? <laughs> no, but, but, but learn from your mistakes, guys. Just, you know, have that, take a step back, especially if you're upset about something that happened. Just take a step back. Not out of the game, that's not classy, but take a look at things from that third perspective and just, you know, process it. And if you don't want to do it right then and there, Make a mental note and try and reapproach the game later. That's another great thing about spectator mode. If you've got yeah. friends, ask I, them. I was just about to say, just the, that that right there. If you have friends watching your game, they can tell you, "Hey, man, that was your mistake. Here's what you did wrong." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if they're not necessarily comfortable, or you don't have that relationship with them. Ask them. You know, oh, you were list- you were watching that game. What did you think of how I played? You know, yeah. get these and people don't get to... mad when they give you an answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, take it and learn from it. And, uh, you know, that'll that that's what uh, that kind of response will elevate you above a great deal of the toxic community that everyone, including ourselves, are trying to improve. So, you know, do it for science, guys. For science. Do it for science class. Wants be, science wants you to be wrong. And even though that sounds bad, it's it's good. Yeah. Now, this uh, interestingly enough, some of these comments they play into some recent listener email. Um, but before, once again, before we get into the listener email, I just want to say, you know, we're it's into emails. God. I know, I know, but but we're we're at episode twenty here, guys. Um, that's, I mean, realistically, it's actually nineteen weeks, but you know, nineteen twenty weeks straight of regular episodes that we've put out for this podcast we started out with nothing you know no no listeners no website 
we literally put up the website on the day that we released our first episode. Um, and now we are the number one rated League of Legends podcast in the world. That's what you guys are listening to, and that's what you, Dave, Christian, m- myself, what we're participating in. And so I want to just say thank you to everyone out there. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for following us on Twitter, visiting the website. Um, thank you for participating and joining in our chat rooms and saying, hey, you know, you make the you make the show better just by listening, really. So with that said, when you have email, any thoughts whatsoever, whether it's our regular game, shoot it our way. So Dave, you want to go ahead and read that first email that we've got there from Neon Rhino? Yeah, we got an email from Neon Rhino who we were talking about the toxicity of the uh, community. And uh, he says, I've grown increasingly despondent and I'm writing you as a, as a last ditch effort. So this, this email is pretty much a summoner suicide note. Or, or he's calling the summoner suicide helpline because he's, he's and now he's not actually threatening to kill himself, but I think no, he's, no. he's threatening to kill his account. Is yeah, what's he's going threatening on. to kill his his account, and um, he he's basically saying that uh, the the community of LOL is absolutely toxic. If I'm not playing with a team of personal friends, then every move and every game I make is scrutinized and subjugated. I would never have believed that people could treat each other so harshly until I came to this game. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a shame that this kind of thing happens. And that's why, Neon, I've played a few games with you, man. And, uh, you know, I had a blast. You know, it, you're a new player. I can't remember exactly how many wins you have or anything like that. But, I mean, in this email, you say you're a new player. And uh, don't worry about it, man. Have okay. fun. Yeah, have fun. Laugh. Laugh at being bad. Being bad is so much fun. You don't know how many times that Jeff, Christian, and I were playing. We're playing with our normal group of people we play with, and we call each other bad. You know? And then we, <laughs> we call ourselves bad. And, like, it's hilarious how bad we are. Christian, you are so bad. You know? Jeff, and Dave, <laughs> we're playing together, Bonnie. <laughs> yes. You're so and, I'm being Jackson carrying the game and you guys are bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and just just play with people you're comfortable with. That's why we have this low elo chat. I know you've been in there. Um just set up games with people that uh that you like to play with. And there and, isn't uh, any shame. I know a lot of people they just like to play the co-op because they might lag or something like that. There ain't any shame in that either. I play a lot of co-op guys. I mean, when I yeah. don't have time, when I don't have time for a legit game of League of Legends, I sit down and I play a co-op game because I know that we'll be able to knock it out in 20, 30 minutes. When I'm trying to learn a new champion, that's where I do it. You know, yeah. it, when I just want to get the gist of them before I bring them into a, any sort of PvP setting, there ain't no shame in that. Pop into the chat, see if someone wants to play a co-op game with them, you know, and heck, you might just make a friend that's worth bringing into Duo Queue. And the problem with this type of game, the reason I my IP all went to champions and I wanted to play them all and learn them all is because you need to play all the champions. I mean, that's just what you have to do. Well, you need uh, to play a large range of champions. 
Right. I remember playing in some ranked games, and I asked my AD carry. I was playing Leon. I was like, uh, you know, make sure you hit them when I do, because last game I played with an AD carry that didn't know what Leona's passive does, mm-hmm. and he said, "What does it do?" <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, so the difference is not that people are mad at you. The difference is that people have been playing the game longer. They expect you to know things that you you have no way of knowing because you maybe have never played Leona. Or maybe you just never asked, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes ask, you know, <laughs> like if you're <laughs> laning with someone, especially if you've got them on Skype, just what am I doing wrong? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that whenever I ask that question, I, the answer from copy is, well, you're pushing the lane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know self-control. <laughs> I know other people have the same question, but the fact is, is that I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't know that that's such a problem if I weren't asking people, you know, you gotta, you have to be conscious, you know, build a little self-awareness by getting other people to inform you sometime, but, uh, and, and laugh, Oh yeah, laugh at being bad. Oh yeah. Like if, if you die and the circumstances were stupid, you know, learn from it, but laugh about it guys, because yeah, it was, it was probably pretty funny. If you're top lane and you're Owen nine, well, you know what? <laughs> you, you've got to laugh about that. <laughs> yep. You, you absolutely have to. Um, so I want to, I want to follow up neon rhino's email with kind of a you know a low elo success story this one came in from ec dubs and he says hey guys just wanted to say thanks to you and a few others that i'll mention in a second i spent my first night active in the chat channel and got into my first five-man pre-made games ever we exchanged skype names talked strategy for a minute or two and played three quick games Happily enough, three relatively easy wins. The level of play was approachable. The dudes I played with were heads and tails over the toxic community. He even used that word, toxic. Over the toxic community that sadly corrupts the community on occasion. Not only was all of that happy, but afterwards I found out Ice Dark Knight had been shoutcasting our game. Getting to go back and watch my game complete with commentary not only totally made me feel like a badass pro gamer, but also will help my game going forward. Overall, just a completely unexpected, organic good time. You and the low elo community have deepened my love of the game. Well done. That's what happens when you reach out to the rest of the community, especially this low elo community, people who are thinking just like you. And just ask them if they want to play. Yeah, and that's why we do this. It, it's precisely why we do this. Because there's something to offer, and you know what? We, we want to be a part of it, and we want you guys to be a part of it. So hop in, play some games with us, play some games with the other people in there. You know, it's no, there's no harm in asking. So we did have another email. We're, we're loving the listener email this week. So this one was from Alex. Different Alex than the one we mentioned earlier. <laughs> he said, while listening, <laughs> while listening to the radio, I had a small idea about how you guys could improve the overall quality of the podcast. The radio and their uh, respective websites have links to uh, things that, you, that they talk about. They're, he's talking like NPR and all that. For example, if they talk about news, there's usually be a link about it on the site. 
I think this can work very well for your guys' podcast when talking about IPL or Elements' list. You guys can be like, and you can see these brackets slash lists on the website. That's a good idea. And, well, it's been forefront of my mind. The only reason you haven't seen it so far is, I'm not going to lie, time is what it comes down to. You know, we put some time into recording and producing and then updating the episodes in the website and all of that stuff. And, and it's a poor excuse. I'm not going to tell you that, the, that it's anything other than that. But, uh, you know, getting all the links together and then formatting them, it's just, you know, an extra minute per episode that I haven't spent yet. But we have been getting requests for it. So I'm going to yield on this one and I'll start putting links in wherever I can. So thanks a lot for the suggestion, Alex. We have another one from Money Jr. He said, your last podcast, that's uh, episode 19, dealt with, in part, how OP Jungle Nautilus's ganks are. I've recently took to the Jungle Alistair, who has poor clear times and is easily countered, simply because his ganks are so strong and he transitions well into the late game as a beefy, no pun intended, initiator. I, I would have intended that pun. Usually, I'm gonna uh, go. I'm able to help mid get first blood after I hit level two. Snowball from there. I've yet to play Nautilus, but your podcast intrigued me. Could you compare the two for me? Which has stronger ganks? Who transitions better mid late game? Is one more dependent on team composition than the other? Who's tankier? Who's a better initiator for team fights? Etc. 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 So, I'll turn this over to you, gentlemen. Mm. Compare and contrast Nautilus and Alistair in the jungle. I think Alistair is a little bit stronger earlier. His, Alistair, his big deal is level two ganks. You can get blue, run around behind the enemy mid, headbutt them into your mid, and then knock them up, and that's usually a kill. Uh, Alistair, and like he said, level two ganks are very strong. You can't gank at level two on Nautilus. Um, Wait, I think. Oh. You got your you got your your Q and your E on Nautilus at level two. Well, but no, the, the, you don't get your Q. You get your W and your E. You don't get hook into level three. Yeah, and one of the reasons that Alistair ganks are so strong early on is because you can get a great deal of distance out of the headbutt because the headbutt yeah. will just send them so far beyond behind enemy lines, and sometimes you can even get them in under a tower. And that's almost a guaranteed first blood right there. And it also almost negates flash. If you headbutt them directly towards your tower mm -hmm. and they flash, they're right back on top of you. So then you just knock them up anyway. So. Yeah. And, and you've got such great options because even if you don't go mid, if you decide to go bottom or top, if you can put them up against the wall, then you've got that residual stun that comes from headbutting somebody against the wall. Makes it even better. And if everyone's prepared for it, once again, it's just guaranteed first blood. So I, I think uh, early on, Alistair is a stronger jungle. I would tend to agree with you. Yeah, well, the thing is that is Alistair is easier to play. Oh, hands down. No, no skill shots. I mean, you, you click the buttons and they you beat people up. Although you wouldn't uh, know that from some people's headbutts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also, I think Alistair actually requires a little bit more coordination with the team. Uh, we play, and we were planning on giving a big shout out to Garrett. Uh, he plays a lot of Jungle Cow, and we love when he plays Jungle Cow because we, we understand each other. 
Um, yeah, I what I understand about when Garrett jungles is that the buffs will be up after the first round of buffs, and anyone can take them because he's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, but he's gonna get first blood. <laughs> yes, he is gonna get first blood. Um, and you know, but, that- so Nautilus takes more skill. It takes more skill. It's higher. It's kind of like higher risk, higher reward. And it takes a little bit less team coordination with Nautilus because if you see, if someone, if your team sees a Nautilus ult, like with impending doom, like zooming on towards someone, everyone knows, oh, okay, this person's about to get knocked up. Yep. It's like the perfect, you know, warm up. And Alistair, it's, it's all instant. So this is why you see so many Alistair's doing bad headbutts, knocking people out of AoEs, knocking people out of like Vigor stuns. Um, so it, they're just different. I prefer Nautilus because I'm in love with him. Yeah, but. and from the perspective of a bottom laner and a top laner, I prefer Alistair. Yeah. I, I, I prefer those ganks from Alistair. But once again, it's uh, all going to be about how you play them. I think, though, that if you're jungling alistair at this point really and logical next step is to try out nautilus um you know if you like that you know big heavy hitting uh beefy pun intended jungler nautilus is another great step so you might just try him out when you've got the ip or when he goes on another free week and the thing is who is tankier i would say alistair alistair doesn't need items to be tanky no nautilus does nautilus starts off pretty squishy kind of you know unexpectedly squishy uh but alistair i mean he ults he's like the best tank in the game (laughs) while his ult is up yeah no totally agree there so uh let's go on let's get into our game so last week we asked you at the end of the podcast if you could have one item from the league of legends store in real life what would it be so ghost 63 he said heart of gold it's so simple. Why not bring an item that extends my health and gives me five gold every 10 seconds? Maxwell <laughs> Maxwell said uh, Sunfire Cape for completely different reasons. Basically to keep his relatives away, keep them safe from muggers and warm at night. <laughs> so I, I love where these things go. And then Gas Pump dropped as a comment. He said Phantom Dancer, gotta go fast. <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> Gotta go fast. So, Wait, if he wants to go fast, then why doesn't he get boots of mobility? Well, because uh, boots of mobility just make you run fast. Phantom Dancer makes you fast in everything. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That and you can stack Phantom Dancer. Gotta go even more fast. You can crit. <laughs> that gives you crit. Gives you critical <laughs> hit in real life. <laughs> so I just went and asked my boss for a raise, and I totally crit. <laughs> I'm totally getting the raise because I got a lucky crit. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it makes you an instant uh, reviewer for games and video or something like that. Crit. <laughs> Critical strike. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now, did you guys have some items in mind that you might bring in from League of Legends into the real world? Well, yeah, mine was, it's a no-brainer, and I don't know why anyone wouldn't choose this, a guardian angel. Like, first of all, you have this really cool glow out around you, and as long as you avoid dying twice in the same five minutes, you're immortal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, unless you get run over by a car twice in five minutes, then you're going to live forever. Which, you know, depending on the highway is highly likely. <laughs> God. How about you, Christian? Uh, my choice? I want to have a needlessly large rod. <laughs> I think that was Rin's choice that she mentioned What's to us. <laughs> she. I'm not stealing your choice, Rin. I really don't. Be, because, because everything it, you do from now on is compared to Rin, yes. Christian. <laughs> yeah, it was a needlessly <laughs> no. large. So, so let me get this. Let me get this uh, right, Christian. You want a needlessly large rod because of its o penis, right? Because I want to see how needlessly large it really is. Okay, but it has nothing to do with O-Penis. No. <laughs> Rod. <laughs> yeah, see, Our ramrod. you guys were making fun of my choice earlier, but I'm telling you right now, the item you bring in is Oracle Elixir. Because you want to see all the invisible things. I want to see everything that's hidden, even if just for five minutes. Because, you know, you don't know. You don't know. And I'm thinking that you could down an Oracle elixir, watch a taping of, like, you know, the Kennedy assassination, okay. and boom, boom, there, guy on the grassy yeah. knoll, second yeah, shooter. Like, dude, you could have a drama on NBC called Oracle. Yeah. So, you know what? Just whip me up one of those, and uh, I'll carry it around with me. Five I minutes at a time, I'm going to, I'm going to, know everything that's right in front of me you get well i don't know jeff are you prepared to see all these unknown uh, invisible things in this world i can't i can't claim that i'm prepared for it will you, will your, is your mind prepared for it is what i'm saying no i can't say that i'm prepared for it but i am uh, ready to take that risk i'd rather have a guardian angel <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, maybe Hope you have a guardian angel as well. So like you, your heart attack. You <laughs> yeah. Have. Can I can I change my answer? I'd like a needlessly large rod. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, thanks for playing, guys. I think we got some of the some really creative answers for this one this last week. I especially like the idea of uh, gold per five items as uh, the thing that you bring with you into the real world. So. Next week's game, the one that I want you guys to consider, we're going to play another game of replacements. and that. But this time, you are going to, uh, or Help Wanted, I think is what we actually called it. So this time, you need a house sitter. You know, you need someone uh, to feed the cat, walk the dog, pick up the newspaper, basically make it look like someone's home so that the robbers from Home Alone and Home Alone 2 don't, you know, ransack the place. And you've got to hire a champion to do it. So, who, which champion would you choose to watch your home while you're in Hawaii for a week? Unless and you live in Hawaii, in which case, when you go to uh, Central Texas for a week. <laughs> that's where people who live in the tropics, that's where they go, right? Mm. No. <laughs> I think I have an idea who I want. We'll have to wait next week. Yep, we will have to wait for next week. So... As always, if you want to participate in this week's game, go ahead, send us Twitters, tweets, yeah, tweets on our Twitters, drop us a uh, comment on the site, www.loelo.com, or hit us up in email, which I'll go ahead and list in the show notes and list at the very end of the podcast here. 
we want to go ahead and do our regular shout outs. Uh, but I want to start with Garrett. Now we mentioned Garrett before Garrett. Uh, well, how did you put it? Copy. He's our first listener. He's our first listener, he's man. There he's, 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 well, technically he's been there for you guys. I wasn't in the first episode, so he's been there for you guys. Yeah. The very beginning, correct? He's he's the first wife that loved us before we got all our money. Uh, Garrett, you know, he's been listening to the podcast, but he's also been like silently contributing from behind the scenes. He uh, brings us little pieces of news. Uh, you know, he'll send us forum posts or just like funny videos that maybe we hadn't seen before. And so we get a lot of material thanks to Garrett. He's also a really active member of our community. You may have seen him in our chat. His name is Gare Bear. And uh, he's, you know, always, you know, helping people out and talking to them, helping them flush out their strategies, stuff like that. So, and he's a, he's a really experienced player as well, as well as a really nice guy. So on this, our 20th episode, I want to say thank you, Garrett, because we couldn't do it without you. Hearts. Yep. Thank you, Gare Bear. I love your jungle, Alistar. Now, with that said... Let's go ahead and uh, do some shout-outs for the iTunes. Now, I'm probably going to duplicate at least one of these. Oh, well. Um, let's start off. I think off. it starts with X-Ghost. With X-Ghost? I think he's the first one. Okay. Are you sure? Uh, not, not Christian? Per, per, Christian Perez. Oh, yeah. No, and sorry, it's that whole page. It's this okay. whole first page. Yeah, it's that whole first page. All right, all right. So here's, here's uh, our list of everybody who gave us five stars this week in iTunes. A quick reminder that those reviews do a lot to help us get the message out, guys. This week, we actually ended up on the front page of iTunes video game section for What's Hot, which is an enormous feat. We're the first and so far the only League of Legends podcast to ever occupy that kind of a slot. And it's all in part due to these reviews. So... A big happy shout-out to Lacaro, Undead Hero, Christian Parizo, Parizau? I'm, I'm butchering that. Oh, well. Uh, XGhost63X, uh, Friendly Neighborhood Gamer, who said, Best LOL podcast by far. They've made playing this game way more fun again. Thanks, guys and girl, not going to forget Rin, for making me fall in love again with the game that has defined the last 10 months of my life. Stay classy. We've also got Paius, who said, great podcast to keep, uh, uh, keep up on what's what in the lol world. And Undead Sheep, all, uh, who actually tried to give us six out of five, but it looks like it only took the five stars in iTunes. Let us know if you find a way around that. We'd be very curious to duplicated uh, ourselves i've got a couple more yes There's also tuski uh vincent keith uh hover bear yeah and those three. Oh, hover bear. yeah i shoot i missed like a whole page who's hover bear says the opinus here is huge <laughs> dang right it is <laughs> even even needlessly. more huge yeah it's needlessly huge <laughs> Undead, I like Undead Hero. His title of his review is truly, truly outrageous. <laughs> Which, uh, if you guys didn't know, that, that comes from an 80s cartoon called Gem. I'll, uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes for you guys. 
But uh, thanks again for all of your emails that we covered in detail this week. Thanks for all of your awesome reviews, your comments on the webpage, and all of your tweets and follows on Twitter. So you can always reach out to us. Our Twitter accounts are me over at EatGamer and Dave at LowElodave. You can email us anytime you like. It's Jeff at LowElo.com, Dave at LowElo.com, and Christian at LowElo.com. Likewise, already mentioned, you can hit up the website, www.LowElo.com. And where most of the uh, community has been hanging out on a regular basis is in the chat room. Now, you can access the chat room by opening up the lolpvp.net client, looking for that middle button on the bottom right-hand side that looks like two word bubbles, clicking it and pressing the plus button that opens up. Type in low elo, all one word, and that's going to bring you to the chat channel. From there, in that window that pops up, just press the gear, hit auto-join on startup, and you'll never have to worry about it again. You'll be able to see everyone in the channel from there, including those who are just sitting around and chatting, as well as those who are already in games or have a busy status. We chill out in there all the time, so if you want to drop us a line, it's probably the best way to actually get a conversation going with us. Yeah, we had 58 people in there earlier today. Yeah, like yeah. in the middle <laughs> of a weekday. It was pretty cool. So, thanks again, everyone, for listening. This has been episode 20 of Low Elo, with many, many more to come. Until then, I've been your host, Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. E. Crayons. And with me, as always, has been Dave, a.k.a. Compy386. Yup. And Mr. Christian. Welcome back again, Christian, after a three-week hiatus. <laughs> Three weeks. Let's see. What... How was your vacation? Vacation? Oh, well. Oh, yeah. I suppose it's kind of vacation. It's... Well, I've been working on a couple things. Uh, yeah, I... yeah, that's great. Yep. See you. <laughs> <laughs> you have a wonderful, wonderful night, everybody. And don't forget... Stay classy, Summoners.
sandwich has the highest AP ratios in the game. But if you if you yeah. told him that sandwich was OP, he'd be all over it. 